Um, Dr. Oinan, could you tell us the importance of the flu and pneumococcus vaccine? Right. So we know that influenza can be a devastating illness. It's particularly devastating for those at, at uh, the, the elderly, the high-risk patient, the patient who's got diabetes, the patient who's got some um, a factor that compromises their host defense mechanism. And so flu vaccine in the overall population can be 40 to 60% effective, but in the younger patient it can be up to 90% effective. Now, what about the older patient in which it's less effective? Well, studies have shown that even if the flu vaccine is not as effective as it should be, they still get sick. They, get, they, they do not get as sick as people who, do not, who are not vaccinated. And so you'll find they might get sick, but they don't need hospitalization. And if they do need hospitalization, their infections are less complicated. And if they do land up in ICU, they spend less days in ICU as compared to people who have not been vaccinated. So vaccination is absolutely critical in those individuals who are highly susceptible, the elderly patients with transplants, um, uh, patients who've got diabetes, patients who've got chronic heart and chronic lung disease. And the other group of people that must get vaccinated are pregnant ladies. And we know that pregnant ladies are at risk for more severe infections in the general public. And in addition to that, a mother who gets vaccinated in the third trimester when the influenza season is, is brewing, she in fact protects her baby. That the baby is protected for months until the baby can be vaccinated after six months. And we always like to emphasize vaccination of children. People like to say, my child's too young to be vaccinated, and that's really the opposite. Children get have never seen influenza before and they're at risk for very, very severe influenza. And sadly, we see deaths in young children um, who die of influenza for no other reason than they got influenza. And so this type of tragedy should really spur one on to vaccinate our young children and children of any age. Now, when we talk about pneumonia vaccine, is a wonderful new vaccine that's actually been out a long time and used in children, been found to be very, very effective, and now it's available for adults. And that's a pneumococcal vaccine, and that's Prevna 13. And that's been shown to be 50, 60% effective against reducing pneumonia, and up to 75% effective in reducing the incidence of invasive pneumonia all due to the strains that are in the vaccine. So the vaccine is a highly, highly effective vaccine and should be used again in those at risk. Who are the people at risk? Well, it's the older people, over 60. It's the chronic heart, chronic lung disease. It's people who haven't got a spleen and they're a very, very high risk group and should be vaccinated.
Um, now, there are two pneumococcal vaccines. The one is the Prevna 13, which we give to um, the, the, the risk groups which I've, I've discussed. And then there's the Pneumovac 23. And that's reserved for those individuals who are at high risk of pneumonia. And what should really happen is the Prevna 13 must be given first, and we usually wait a year. But in those who are very, very at high risk, we'll wait eight weeks, and then we give the Pneumovac 23. So the Prevna is always given first, interval, and then we give the Pneumovac 23. And the Pneumovac 23 is repeated every five years, whereas the Prevna is given as a once-off. Um, what would you uh, recommend like, for the general working uh, population? I mean, the, the, the mothers and um, people generally up to 50 years old who are maybe healthy, they've, had, uh, they've been exposed to this bad flu and now we're getting to summer. Would you recommend that they still get the flu vaccine? We yeah. must remember something that although we see an increased incidence of influenza during the winter months, influenza circulates throughout the year. And there are many strains. And often what happens is people say, I've had the flu. But really what they've had is a respiratory tract infection caused by other viruses. So there are many, many viruses that cause respiratory tract infection. Influenza, is a severe infection with high fever, muscle aches and pains. Most people don't get severe influenza or get influenza at all, they get other respiratory tract infections. So my policy is that we should vaccinate everybody and even if we do it later, it's important to vaccinate. Um, what is your view on uh, vaccination for healthcare personnel, that's the nurses and the doctors, uh, against the influenza virus? Okay, they're very, very high risk group. And they're high risk group for two reasons. The first thing is, they're a national resource. They are individuals who have to look after the public and they can't afford to get sick. So, one, they should be vaccinated as a priority. And second of all, when doctors don't get vaccinated or nurses don't get vaccinated, they feel under pressure and they get sick, they feel under pressure to come to work. Why? There's nobody else to do their job. And then they come to work, they've got influenza, and they spread it to the patients, who, and potentially severely ill patients, who really do not need to get influenza. So they, they cause two problems. One, they can take themselves out of, their, out of their ability to treat patients, and second of all, they can be spreading the virus to those very good patients that need. They should not be, not be exposed to the disease.